Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is being called the worst national anthem ever. <laughs> it was over the weekend at the Big 12 championship game. Warren Zider is singing, see what you think. Sounds fine so far. He's a country guy. But mm-hmm. I mean, there are a couple parts, but for the most part, it sounds like country. People are calling yeah. it awful and hilariously terrible and ear bleeding bad. So okay. maybe it gets worse. Who does that Sounds like America to me. <laughs> part where they always screwed up so let's see I'm fine with it too I don't think it's that bad yeah it had a little truck commercial energy to it, but... I know, I felt like I needed my Bud Light while I watched, <laughs> yeah. but... but... Why is he getting hate? I have no idea. It wasn't that Poor bad dude. at all. This is an example of one person said one thing, and then everybody else had to say it, whether oh. they believe it or not. <laughs> In my opinion, you know? <laughs> it's the Jubal Show, and there's a list going viral of the top holiday trends for 2023, so you can make sure that you're trendy this holiday season. Uh, ooh, I love it. You can go Grandpa Chic. What's that? It's a... Cute. Another, this is what it says on the list. Another summer aesthetic is getting a winter rebrand. Moreover, Coastal Grandfather. I don't know. I've never heard of Coastal wow. Grandfather. Did you hear of Coastal Grandfather, Nina? I didn't, but I know about like the grandma vibes, like with what? the grandma sweaters and stuff. So is this just kind of grandpa it's version of it? Grandpa Chic is a home decor style that's a combination of rich, warm tones like burgundy, olive green, <laughs> and tobacco brown, and traditional uh... materials like dark woods, plaid textiles 
and leather. So like oh. a chic Santa. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's your home design. It's like an old guy's living room is basically what so, they're talking about. Yes, basically. Uh, people are making grandpa's living room. their Christmas aesthetic this year or their holiday aesthetic to be an old guy's you know what? I would like that. That's actually what? very nostalgic. Yeah. Well, like, you know, doing Christmas with my grandpa. I do remember that. Leather is it. And then there's a certain smell. I can't put my finger on it. But Yeah, it's like old huh. and tobacco. Fresh kind of? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Candy core is another one of the top holiday Ow. trends of 2023. <laughs> it sounds dirty. It really does. <laughs> what is it? It says it's foregoing the more traditional and formal holiday decor. Some shoppers are taking things a little more playful. And W candy core. <laughs> Inspired by a sugary fantasy world filled with lollipops, candy canes, and gumdrops, this playful trend taps into the childlike enchantment of sweet treats and features holiday staples in iridescent materials. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say I, I don't really understand that. Will you just line your house with candy? Yeah. So cavities this holiday season? It's like, Go ahead. Sorry, it's like when you do a candy cane, instead of doing a candy cane, it's like bright green and bright pink at the same time. Like, it's like you're changing all the colors of traditional things. You're doing a bunch of, like, <laughs> oh. bright, happy, okay. like Willy Wonka-esque type things in your home. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm thinking that somebody's body is a board game and you're playing Candyland. Whoa! <laughs> This is a family show. Sense, you said Nina. candy core. <laughs> yeah, core is clothing. Not here's the absence the, of clothing. Here's the plum drop fairy or whatever. She's thinking of that game Candyland. Right Candyland. Oh, yeah. Candyland is what it's called. That's what I said. You did not hear that properly. It's okay. This, oh, Candyland. Tonight we're just having a party. It's just a little candy core party. <laughs> no clothes necessary. Candy core. Um, another one of the, the top trends of 2023 for the holidays is mantlescaping. Oh, God. Oh. oh. Yeah. It's, this is, I like to read the descriptions that they put on these yeah. things, but we love a good tablescape. A what? Yes, we do. I'm making any of this the right way. Yeah, I didn't think you were. <laughs> and there's plenty of use for them during the holiday season, but Etsy has zeroed in on another surface that makes getting even more decor love this year, the mantle. So your mantle, if you have a fireplace, oh. you put some holiday stuff on your mantle, and that's mantlescaping. Don't, yeah. people, don't people always do that? That they're called? We've right, because you have like stockings and stuff, right? Yeah, if you got a mantle, you got to use it. Yeah. yeah, we put snow up there, little nativity scenes, little snowflakes, balls, you know, the shiny ones. Very <laughs> loosely anchored television. <laughs> Above all of that, yes. <laughs> the top trend of 2023, though, for the holidays is the gingerbread girl. Oh, that's people who just that like want to make gingerbread houses because I want to do that. Just letting all of you. Well, know. I don't know if you guys remember the Tomato Girl of the summer. <laughs> I don't remember the what. <laughs> we did talk about the Tomato Girl. I don't remember her. Yeah. The Tomato Girl of the summer was the embodiment of warm, sunny, laid-back European vacations. <laughs> tomato. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, like, I just the names for these things are so interesting to me. I love the fresh tomato. I'm going with a little like Tomato Girl vibe this summer. <laughs> what about so, you? The, the gingerbread, the, the gingerbread girl aesthetic, is cozy indoor winter version of this it girl trend. What it oh says, I don't. Um, think of cold weather cottage core. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lost with all the terms. The cold weather cottage core. So instead of flowy sundresses and vases of fresh cut flowers, it's comfy blankets and fresh baked bread everywhere. Yeah, I'm a gingerbread yeah. girl. What? You know how to make gingerbread girl? Fresh baked bread? I sure do. 
Okay. Go <laughs> so you. Some Everyone learned how to do that during the pandemic. I didn't. Oh. Wow. Really? Did all of you? Jubal? Learn how to make bread? Yeah. Yeah, I bought a bread maker. Yeah. I didn't use it. Though. <laughs> I didn't use it. I have a bread maker, but I did not use it. <laughs> that checks out. But I could. Yeah, it does. He's a gingerbread yeah. man. <laughs> I, I actually have already planned to re-gift that bread maker to a friend of mine <laughs> this Christmas. So they're getting a bread maker and they don't know it yet. Hey. <laughs> At least it's going to get used. Good morning. Can I take your order? Can I get a tall chai? And a large black coffee. A what? Large black coffee. Do you mean a venti? No, I mean a large. He means a venti. Yeah, the biggest one you got. Venti is large. No, venti is 20. Danny. Yeah. Large is large. In fact, tall is large, and grande is Spanish for large. Venti's the only one that doesn't mean large. It's also the only one that's Italian. Congratulations for stupid in three languages. <laughs> it is time for America's favorite trivia game, You versus Victoria. Your chance to take on Victoria Ramirez. An exciting game of trivia to see who gets to do the trivia dance on NBC Nightly News tonight. Ooh. It's a huge honor. I want to do that. Also, your chance at Now Horn tickets. And let's meet today's contestant for you versus Victoria. His name is Chris, and Chris is actually the night shift manager at Santa's workshop. Oh, what's hey. up, Chris? Chris, who's your worst employee right now? Santa's <laughs> uh, <a> little helper. <laughs> yeah, that guy's always slacking off, isn't he? Yeah. Blame. Chris, thank you for playing, man. Are you ready to take on Victoria? I sure am. All right. Victoria's oh. going to leave the studio. Chris, the game is played like this. You have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass, and Victoria has to beat you outright to win. All right, Chris, here we go. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. Your time starts now. Who is the lead singer of the band Imagine Dragons? Yeah. Who invented the telephone? Uh, Edison. What is the name of the smallest planet in our solar system? Pluto. What is the name of the fictional country in Black Panther? Pass. What music? What musical instrument has forty-seven strings and seven pedals? Uh, a harp. Okay, got that in on time. We'll bring Victoria back into the studio. So, Chris. When you're not working the night shift at Santa's workshop, what do you? What else do you do? <laughs> uh, take care of my little elves, my three little hoodlum boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Uh, how old are they? Uh, ten, seven, and two. Oh boy, you're tired a lot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Oh yeah. Victoria's back in studio. Victoria, are you ready? Um, I hope so. Okay. Here we go, Victoria. 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass. And you have to beat Chris. All right to win. All right, okay. Victoria. Your time is getting going, lady. Do it. What was that? <laughs> Who was the lead singer of the band Imagine Dragons? Ah! Oh, my God. I, I know. I don't know his name. Keep this fast. I'm Who, sorry. Who invented the telephone? Me. What is the name of the <laughs> smallest planet in our solar system? <gasps> oh, my God. I know it's not Earth. Pluto. Wait, that's not a planet. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll say Earth. What is the name of the fictional country in Black Panther? What? Oh, Wakanda. What musical instrument has 47 strings and seven petals? Petals? Like flower or driving? 
just kidding. Can you read? I, wait, wait, repeat it. No, no. I hope there's a musical instrument that has flowers petals on it. Well, it has 47 to. strings and seven petals. Yeah, that didn't actually help. Um, oh, a piano. Those uh, that, that the, are those petals? Are those, what? You can't ask me questions. Yeah, you're way past your, you're way past your window. That's for lame. answering that question anyway. <laughs> All right, let's send it over to the scoreboard with producer Brad. All right, Chris, the night elf manager, got two correct. Good job, buddy. Nice. Ooh. Victoria got one correct. Oh. Chris, I was oh, yeah. congratulations. Not a hard-fought victory today. <laughs> but <laughs> beat Victoria. <laughs> you got the now learn tickets, yeah. and you get to do the NBC Nightly News trivia dance. Just show up to the studio and get in there somehow and start dancing. Make your son It'll be fine. Oh, I will. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go over the answers with Nina. Dan Reynolds is the lead singer of Imagine Dragons. Dan Reynolds. Sorry, Dan. Alex. Really? That's his name? Yeah. yeah. I figured that would be way... I mean, not that Dan Reynolds is not a cool name. It's just I didn't like expect Like Slasher or something? Yeah, I didn't expect a Dan. Slasher. I'm Dan Reynolds no, from like Imagine Dragons. Rock star name. <laughs> um, Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. Damn, so close. Mercury is the smallest planet in our solar system. Wakanda is the fictional country <laughs> in Black Panther. And a harp has 47 strings what? and seven pedals. Where are the pedals? Yeah, where are the pedals? I, I want to learn to play I harp. they're close to I the floor. I bet you do. I want to get a really big, huge harp for my living room <laughs> and wear... An angel outfit. Yes, and play it all day. He's Just got a, a little halo. A yeah. white glowing robe. People are like, why isn't he... Well, people already complain that I don't answer emails enough, but why is he not as... <laughs> The dude just sits at home all day dressed like an angel playing a harp. I don't know. Dressed like an angel. <laughs> I don't know. You know, these creatives. Can you get, yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you get Jubal to go to a meeting? He, he, if it's in the afternoon, he, he won't do anything. That's what he's an angel. He's an angel playing the harp right now. He can't even answer the phone. or you, You're welcome to go over there, but you have to sit in the living room and listen to him play for three hours. If he wants to speak. Chris, congratulations, man. Thank you very much for playing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Have fun. Good job, Victoria. Thanks, Chris. He's rubbing it in, Victoria. Yeah, you know, I was confident in zero of those answers. So. <laughs> we could tell. So you're taking this as a victory then? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I got one right. Well, ladies, it's that time of year where you get those handful of guys saying, oh, I'm going to take you swim up. But the thing is, no makeup allowed. <laughs> That's fine because I'm going to invite you over and we're going to have a pillow fight and catch this. No hats allowed. Yeah, so I'm going to smack that thing up off your head and see how far back that hairline is, Jared. <laughs> we're both going to be crying. <laughs> it's a jewel show. <laughs> I would rather stub my toe on the inside of a coffee table than do another first date, okay? Oh, you have siblings? Oh, what's your favorite color? Ah, I don't care! <laughs> <laughs> there is apparently, according to science, oh, there's a type of guy that you can instantly tell if they are a better lover. So this is advice to my ladies on dating. That man that you're dating is eventually going to go bald. That means that you're going to put up with whatever he comes with and his baldness. So basically, <laughs> imagine him bald and your standards will stay high. <laughs> Could be good advice, but according to science, they say that if you can instantly tell a man is a better lover if he has one physical trait, and it's if he's bald. Apparently, bald men make the best servers at the love restaurant. Interesting. Why? What are they serving? Love. I can't say it. So things came to my head. I'm like, things came to my head. No, I can't say that. But the science says that bald guys are better lovers for a few reasons. One, they're low maintenance. Because <laughs> they don't really do their hair, right? If, if they get up late, they don't have to worry about it. They just get they get ready and go. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. 
They're masters at wearing hats. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. another reason that they say that bald guys are the what best lovers in, the, ta- in their, the land. Their what? love of landness. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do are, do you guys like hats on guys? Maybe I, is that it? I do. I do love hats, yeah. But I just feel like a bald man's more likely to wear a fedora or some interesting hat. <laughs> just switch it up. <laughs> you know? My dad does that, but... There are a lot of baseball hats running around in these streets. That's where most of the hat fishing comes from. Right. Now just define hat fishing again. It's when you look a certain way when you have your hat on, but once the hat comes off, it's a whole other game. It oh. does change the appearance. It changes, totally. yeah. Okay. They also say that bald guys are better in the bedroom because they save a lot of money on hair products. <laughs> I don't know why that has I don't know what that has to do with them being great lovers, but Well, now the other person can I'm use sure that money. <laughs> I'm sure they'll find another way to spend that money. I dated one bald guy and he spent a lot of money. Was it okay, was <laughs> the bald guy better better than the hair guys that you've dated? I wouldn't say that that's true, no. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So maybe so we're breaking stereotypes then, I guess. Yeah, maybe According to are. science, researchers say that bald guys are better Lovers than the rest. I think it's because they have to be, right? That's what they say about like huskier guys too, or yeah. short guys. It's like any guy that's not whatever. I always say it's just the average dude, right? Yeah. Like, not somebody super hot, not somebody super tall, not somebody super buff. Find an average dude because they will. They are hard workers, and they will work hard to make sure you are very happy. Because they don't, they want, they're very happy to be there as well, right? Because I'm an average dude. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a guy of probably average looks um, and a little bit below average height. I've had to work for everything in my life. Even at the grocery store, getting something off the top shelf is a task. Amen, brother. So imagine how much I go the extra mile when I need to. You know okay. what I mean? <laughs> I don't understand. So that's why I say I don't think it's about bald. I think it's just average, right? Because a hot guy, someone who's super hot, they just expect it. They're yeah. going to be there and be like, yeah, of course you're happy to be here with me right now. I feel like you can tell how somebody is going to be just by the way they have a conversation with you. Yeah. If they're attentive to you and they listen, like all these tests we keep talking about, that that does translate into what kind of lover you are. If you're not paying attention or sending the good mornings or paying attention to details, you're not going to any other way either. What if they walk up to you in a room and go, hello, I'm a good lover? Then that's a really funny joke. Like, whoa, let's <laughs> that theory. <laughs> okay, okay, so it works. Wow, I was just throwing it out there as a joke, but now I have to try that again. <laughs> the problem is, the hotter a guy is, the less a girl actually listens to what he says. That's so not true. you could be doing all that's these tests. True. You could be doing all these tests, and then the the guy is just hot. So you're like, hey, he failed all the tests, but it's fine. But if he's <laughs> hot he's and hot. dumb, it doesn't work. Yeah. Because then he's just hot and dumb. Exactly. We're mm-hmm. going over conversation. research exactly. that says that bald men are actually better lovers than all the rest. Hey, Samantha. Hey, so um, I'm married to a very nice bald man. Uh-huh. And <laughs> he is the antithesis of every single thing that you just said. Really? And what? You know what? You know how, like, ugly kids... They have to develop personalities oh because God. they're not just naturally hot. <laughs> hey, that's what yeah. I tell people whenever, because people love to rip on me for whatever yeah. reason, uh, probably because I'm dope. But anyway, um, yeah. but, but, I mean, but they do, and I'm, I've always said that, always I've always said that too, I've been like, um, well, I have personality, so it works out, you yeah. know, like, that's the reason that I could get a date or whatever. So anyway, what about your husband? So he, was, he only just started going bald. So he never developed these awesome bald men skills that you speak of. Uh, he, oh, 
the opposite. They don't just magically appear that he is all these great bald men things. They don't exist. <laughs> they do not exist. Okay, so you're saying At wait, wait you have to choose a guy that was bo- like already bald. Already yeah. That was born bald and yeah. stayed bald. Low maintenance. The guy spends so much more time on everything else because of the insecurity of the baldness. Come on. Okay. <laughs> about it. I love him very much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Samantha. Former hot guy syndrome. Yeah. He still thinks he's hot. <laughs> That's funny. Bald they, guys are hot too. They also say that bald guys are better at sports. What? I don't know if that's true. I don't know why. I just think it's funny that bald guys all of a sudden are better at everything. I almost, wow. I almost shaved my head this weekend. What? Why? Because yeah. he wanted to be better at sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just tired of doing my hair. What? Really? It. Yeah, I almost shaved my head. I'm, I still might. Interesting. It also says that the number one reason why bald guys are the best lovers in Loverville is because they have a higher libido. A what? Why? A libido. How? You know what a libido is, Victoria? It's the type of shirt. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. A type of shirt? Yeah, look it up. You can order a libido online. Uh, Amazon, I think you can. I think you can, actually. <laughs> okay, wait, can yeah, I can. look this up? <laughs> I think on my work computer. That's a better... Yeah, yes. you can search libido on your work computer. Search yeah. big libido. <laughs> is it L-E or L-A? L-I-B-I-D-O. Google will fix it for you. Don't Researchers the, think that it, it's because they have more testosterone than other men. Bald guys do. Right, because I think the hair thing takes a lot of testosterone to grow hair. Really? So if it's not being used to grow the hair, it goes other places. What? Maybe. Yeah. You lost what? me. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So they said if a man has thinner hair, higher testosterone. Better lover. Uh, that's a good conversation starter. Text in 41061. Do you agree or do you not agree? I do have a question. Yes. Oh, not anymore. Well, Nina, is there anything that you would say that bald guy was better at than other guys? We don't have enough time right now. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a no. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.